When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Oh, hello, Coffee Pod. You know, it still sounds good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. It's, it feels right. Um, so today is May the 4th. I'm recording this on uh, about a week out, and I am celebrating my engagement anniversary. It's kind of fun that our engagement anniversary is on Star Wars Day, like May the 4th be with you day. Um, But I am (laughs) not really even celebrating at all. And honestly, this week has been quite the week. I've just been stressing. I don't know what happened, but it's like every day has just been kind of frantic for me. I think it's because I thought I was going to have jury duty on Tuesday and it just put kind of a a wrench in things. I didn't end up even having to go, but it just, I don't know. It really threw me off. Um, my Monday got kind of funky and it's just been a funky week, you know, how that goes. And I feel like you have to be honest about it because <laughs> I don't know. I... Some weeks I just feel like on top of the world, everything's going great. All of my plans are in place. Everything's just flying and I am thriving. And some weeks I feel like I crawled out of bed into a dumpster fire and I don't even know what I would change to make it better. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what we're working with today. But, you know, I'm excited about what we're talking about. We're going to talk about the Hornivian group today, or um, you might have heard it referred to as the stances in the Enneagram, which have coincidentally been one of the most helpful tools in my marriage and in my work-life balance relationship. So well-timed, you know. Um, So I did do an episode on this about three years ago, but I haven't talked about it really in-depth since then. I reference it a lot, so I feel like it's helpful to every once in a while just do a little refresher. Um, And a few Wednesdays ago, we covered the centers of intelligence, which are the heart center, head center, and gut center. And this is relevant because inside of each of those centers, there is one type that is repressed in feeling, thinking, and gut. So meaning Let's look at the heart center, for example. We have a type in the heart center that is repressed in the heart, in the gut, and in the head. So um, we're going to get into what that looks like. But these types, what's repressed, group into the stances. So they're the assertive, compliant, and withdrawing stances. So really, the Hornivian triads are a way of grouping the nine Enneagram types based off of social style. And that takes into account which center is repressed. We'll make it make sense in a second. Um, so let's just get a sense of what the group, is, <laughs> what the groupings are. So first we have the compliant group, which are types one, two, and six. These types tend to be people pleasers who earn love and acceptance by being helpful and compliant. It's most associated with the present moment, and these types tend to work, move towards people in times of conflict. 
Then when we have the withdrawing group, which are types four, five, and nine, they tend to be more introverted and withdrawn and may feel like they don't belong. They're most associated with the past and they move away from people in conflict. And then we have the assertive group types three, seven, and eight. And these types tend to be more outgoing and assertive, and they may be seen as leaders. Um, They're mostly focused on the future and they move against people. Now I am using the language in conflict, and I don't know that that's exactly the right wording. Um, When I think about it, it's more in order to get what they want. Um, Compliant groups do the shoulds of what they're supposed to do. Um, Withdrawing groups move away and then assertive groups move against to kind of convince people to do what you want them to do. We're going to get into that a little bit more in, in a second. So let's talk first about the assertive stance. So when the heart center is repressed, you fall into the assertive stance. So for the types three, seven, and eight, their heart center is repressed. This These types tend to move against or fight for. So the assertive stance in the Enneagram is a way of interacting with the world characterized by directness, assertiveness, and a focus on getting things done. We're action-oriented, future-minded, and quick on our feet. <laughs> People with the assertive stance are typically outgoing, confident, and action-oriented, not afraid to speak their minds or to take risks. They also tend to be good at motivating others and getting them to follow their lead or convincing them to do what they want you to do. Uh, Now, people with this stance can sometimes be seen as pushy or aggressive. Um, They may also have a hard time listening to others or considering the feelings of others because, you know, our hearts, they're repressed. Okay, we're working on it. And additionally, they may be more likely to take risks that they're not prepared for, right? We're quick to take action, future-minded. And so sometimes those actions can have consequences that we didn't really think through. Now, these types share a number of common traits, including a strong focus on achievement, a desire to be successful, and a need for recognition. Again, they tend to be outgoing and confident and have that willingness and ability to take risks. Now, when your thinking center is repressed, you fall into the compliance stance, so moving toward or giving to others. So the compliant types, as a reminder, are six, two, and one. These types are present-oriented. They tend to take the action they, quote-unquote, should take. They look to the needs of others and try to meet them. And this stance is often most comfortable when they're given a clear role and a set of expectations to follow, meaning like you just tell me what I need to do and I will like do it to perfection. The compliance stance in the Enneagram is a way of interacting with the world that is characterized by a focus on pleasing others, a desire to avoid conflict, and a tendency to be people pleasing. Um, So all of us can avoid conflict, right, in different ways. The way that the compliance stance avoids conflict is through people-pleasing and moving toward people to try to fill the role that they feel they must fulfill. Now, people with the compliance stance are typically warm, friendly, and accommodating. They're good at listening to others and understanding their needs. They're also good at resolving conflict and finding solutions that make everybody happy. People with this stance can sometimes be seen as too agreeable or too passive. They may also have a hard time saying no to others or standing up for themselves. Additionally, they may be more likely to be taken advantage of than others. Now, I think this is something to to really look at the individual types on here, right? Like twos, we have like, okay, people-pleasing, self-sacrificing. 
sixes do this in a different way, right? They do this not for everybody, but tend to do this for the people they're most loyal to. Ones do this for the greater good, right? On the common good. What does it mean to be a good person? Um, Less like, I want to make Betty happy with me and more like, I want to make the world a better place. Um, Now, these types share a number of common traits. They have a strong focus on helping others, a desire to make the world a better place, a need for approval, a tendency to be agreeable and accommodating, and a willingness to sacrifice their own needs for the sake of others. Now, when you're gut center, your body center is repressed, you fall into the withdrawing stance. So you move away from or keep to yourself. Now, the withdrawing types, as a reminder, are four, five, and nine. These types are more oriented to the past. They can be pretty nostalgic, and they may be slower to take action and struggle with prioritizing when to take action. So when in need, this type tends to go off on their own to find their answers inward. Versus going to other people for what they should do or going against people for what they want to make happen. They look inside for the things that they need. Now, the withdrawing stance is a way of interacting with the world that is characterized by a focus on privacy, a desire to avoid conflict, and a tendency to be introverted. People with the withdrawing stance are typically thoughtful, independent, and reserved. They're good at observing the world around them and understand people's motivations, They are also good at keeping their own thoughts and feelings to themselves. (laughs) So yeah, they can like take in other people, but they also tend to keep their own information internal as well. Now, the withdrawing stance is not without its drawbacks, right? People with this stance can sometimes be seen as aloof or unfriendly. They may also have a hard time connecting with others or forming close relationships. Additionally, they may be more likely to feel isolated or lonely because they believe they have to handle everything on their own. Now, this is a similar stance, I think, with nine, that like one was in the compliance stance where you're like, well, that kind of doesn't add up, right? Like nines tend to be easy to make friends, but there's like a, a connecting point that's difficult there because there's a truth of the nine that's getting missed often in order to be amicable for others. And nines do tend to withdraw and do tend to kind of have a sense of like, independence and like isolation. So when you're looking at the difference between nine and two, twos are moving toward people. They're leaning in. They're pushing people. Nines are much more like amicable, like I'll please you if you come to me and ask me to come out and make that happen. But otherwise, like I'm probably going to be a little bit more on my own. Now, these types share a number of common traits. So things that the withdrawing types share are a strong focus on their own thoughts and feelings, a desire to be unique and different, a need for privacy, a tendency to be introverted and reserved, a willingness to sacrifice their own needs for the sake of peace. Now you can hear in these some of the types are a little bit more obvious, right? Like nines have the strongest desire to sacrifice their own needs for the sake of peace. But fours and fives also do this in their own way. They tend to be a little bit, you know, fours are very focused on their needs. They're self-referencing. They are highly focused on what they want, what they need. But at the same time, they are also concerned with their relationships and how those, how relating happens. So if they feel like it's going to make this relationship on fragile ground, they may just kind of pull away in order to keep the peace so that they can keep the relationship and not have to worry about whether they belong or not. Um, 
so there is some it's there's some types that are a little bit more obvious right fives tend to be the most introverted and reserved but five and that four and nine also hold that tendency fours tend to have the strongest desire to be unique and different but five and nine also hold that tendency in their own ways so just I, I feel like we have sometimes language in the Enneagram that we get really attached to for certain types like unique is a four thing but actually fives feel this strongly and nines wrestle with this need a lot, right? Fives can struggle, nines can struggle to feel unique, but are trying to find their place, their unique place in the world. So we, um, I, I want to pull us out of using that language specifically for just one type only ever and see how it applies to other types. So over explaining that. Now that we have a sense of what the stances are, let's get into how do we work with this? So I like to work with this in terms of like personal goals, right? Recognizing what we tend to struggle with. So assertive types tend to struggle with quick action, meaning that we often will make decisions that we don't foresee the consequences of and we have, it's helpful to then slow down and make decisions a little bit slower than we typically do or to get in someone who can help us think through what we need to do in order to make this less stressful. Um, And then we have the compliant types, right? They're looking outward for approval. They're trying to fill the role they're supposed to fill. And so as we start to like do personal growth, it can be really supportive to think about, well, what do I want? What do I need? withdrawing types, they tend to struggle with overthinking and procrastination. So how can I work through this and prioritize and just do one step at a time? Now, when it comes to our boundaries, right, it's useful in the sense that assertive types tend to have we tend to be pretty aggressive about our boundaries, um, you know, like pretty direct and blunt Um and we could soften those edges a little bit. Um, our compliant types probably should set some boundaries, you know, and our withdrawing types need to communicate those boundaries. So they get their boundaries met by pulling away and just kind of disappearing. And if we can communicate, that's going to make those boundaries more effective and easier to withhold without losing that relationship, right? You don't have to just pull away. You can say, hey, I need to take a minute or, hey, what I need this time for myself right now. And, and that's okay. We just need to communicate. But additionally, you know, it helps us in self-support. You know, assertive types can support themselves by getting into their feelings, getting into their heart center. Our compliant types can support themselves by not looking outward for answers, but building a sense of self-trust. And withdrawing types can support themselves by taking action on the things that they want and need. This is a simple overview. If you want to go into more depth, if you want me to do like a series on unsolicited advice for each of the types or something along those lines, just let me know. And um, also let me know what triad you want us to discuss next. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see you Friday for the next one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.